jam's nasty. Done good, just as have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry! Wait after! Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! The five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Unreal! Alright, welcome back to part two of the Fig Jam Ministry Sports Podcast. Right now, we're going to be looking at drafts and we're sitting here discussing before we hit record discussing what if the nrl did a draft so so this week big week for us boys um, us nfl fans because the nfl draft was on nfl rookie draft and it got me thinking and then i sort of put it in a few group chats you know we've been sort of calling for the nrl to bring back a rookie draft for for a while now and i don't think it'll ever happen but what if it did and what if this year, what would clubs look like this year if they drafted a rookie on on their ladder position from 2020? Um, so before we get into it, um, what do you boys reckon? What do you reckon about the current system? And what if we had a, what if the NRL had a draft? What do you reckon? Would you reckon it'd be better? Do you reckon it'd be worse? Do you reckon any clubs would benefit or or not benefit. It depends on the if you kept if you kept like games like if it only had one or one or two people uh, one or two games. Does that club? No, no. So we're talking those players. You're no, talking so undrafted. Let's try and imagine an NFL draft. Like these players are coming straight out of high school, say. Um, and they're playing like under 18s in their state comp. Because um, we aren't we aren't we bringing back the uh, the under twenty ones? I think we are. Yeah. So yeah. maybe that could be maybe that could be um, like a scouting like, sort of yeah scouting college scouting football comp. yeah yeah our version of college football mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think uh, for it to work properly, there'd have to be some pretty major restructures with the reserve grade and the way it's set up yep. out of like coming out of high school or out of those representative teams. Um, and I think you'd have to cap the age at which you can debut as well. So whether it be, you know, whether they bump it up to 20 years, so your rookies yep. are then your 18, 19-year-olds, um, and then you're drafting the 18, 19-year-olds have got, plenty of reserve grade under their belt. So by the time you're drafting them, they are ready to actually start playing games. You're not drafting guys that are only going to play one or two games a season and then potentially be rookies for a second year in a row. Um, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But yeah. there's, there's, there's some pretty major restructures that would be involved in that, I think. And look, I think it's something that the NRL board is in the position to discuss. And I think they've got the right people there to to have those discussions at the moment. There's lots of talk about conferences and things like that. And mm. I think that's just another step towards having a, a draft, a proper draft. It just it um, just works in the NFL. Like a um like a, like a player could be playing, he could go to college in New York and get drafted by Texas and it wouldn't worry him at all. He'd just go to Texas. But here yeah. 
if a North Queensland kid got drafted by the Canberra Raiders, he wouldn't go. He'd just say no. I'm not even that. that. Like if 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 you're a junior in the Roosters system or in the Melbourne system, um, and then you were drafted to the Bulldogs or you were drafted to yeah. the Cowboys or you know you're not. Oh no, it's okay. I'll, I won't play a rookie year. I'll I'll sit out an extra year and then I'll just debut through the club on the normal roster. Um, yeah, like and, Trevor- that, and that that that'll be an issue. But the the draft will over time. The draft will take away the attraction of super clubs because clubs will start going into cycles where they they draft really high or they they finish really low and draft really high for three or four years. And then three or four years after that, they've had those players develop and that's when they've got the good yeah. players and they start climbing up the ladder. Um, and then vice versa, the top teams, their talent starts to dry, dry <laughs> up and then they start to drop down the ladder. Whereas at the moment, uh, you look at players like Sam Walker, for instance, uh, Queensland, born and bred, grew up at Ipswich, you know, about 45 minutes from where the Broncos are, um, <laughs> goes to the Roosters because there's more potential down there. Like it's, no. it's as simple as that. Let's look at, Flanagan and Matt Burton going to the Bulldogs. I reckon they saw the Bulldogs building and I reckon that's why they decided to go there, which is sort of the Bulldogs have sort of drafted them to two young halves. Mm-hmm. I mean, Flano's not, not a rookie. He's in his sort of second, third year, but Burton's more or less a rookie at the start of this year when they bought him. And I reckon that at the start of this year, they were keen to go to the Bulldogs because they could see the Bulldogs building. They could see them making a few signings. And maybe yeah. it would work in that instance. Well, the, the Bulldogs are at the end of their rebuild cycle. Yeah. The Bulldogs have had their four or five year slump. Yeah. Well, they've had, it's a little bit. No, a little that's bit still in the middle of that slump. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're, 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 they can't, they're, <laughs> like, like Tom said, there's a light at the end of the tunnel for the Bulldogs. There is. Clubs like the Broncos, they're they're entering their slump. Yeah, like yeah, they might have bottomed. Still years away. Um, yeah, Gold Coast is another one. They're they're on the way out of their yep. slump. Cowboys partially through. Um, so maybe it would work. Teams like it, yeah. it, it, it'd work to an extent. It's a tricky one. I don't know. Um, I think, um, I think if the, if there was like a, 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 a like a, a cap where you paid say fifty players per club, and that way you had a reserve grade and a first grade team, and then the rookies, the the uh, under-20s, whatever it is, were, were paid by the actual governing body, like on scholarships, and then if they wanted to, if they got drafted to a Broncos as a, the number one pick, they would have to go there uh, if they wanted the number one pick uh, yeah, that, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, like um, that's what that's why the NFL works. Yeah, because yeah, you, you you get your first pick, you get you get guaranteed money, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, you get that. <laughs> so, um, <Whereas laughs> I saw, I saw it. So just to take yourself track a little bit, I saw a punter. I think at tab or someone put it online. A punter put twenty nine thousand dollars on Trevor Lawrence to go pick one in the NFL draft. Do you know how much he made from that bet? $239. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that insane? That's fucked. <laughs> oh, imagine if they took fields or something. <laughs> like, 
Uh, anyway, so so let's go through. So I've I've tried to predict. Now this is a open for discussion. I've tried to predict where I think the um, like the we'll start at um, the Brisbane Broncos who come sixteenth in the twenty twenty season. They have pick one in the twenty twenty one draft. Now we're going to assume that there were there were certain trades or certain buys, I should say, at the start of this year. I'm thinking Corey Allen was a big one for me going to the Bulldogs. If the Bulldogs knew they'd pick two and they were targeting a fullback, they probably wouldn't have bought Corey Allen. So I'm going to assume that some of those trades didn't happen just for just for my sanity because it would make it way too confusing. So number one at the Broncos, we've got Sam Walker. Um, now, this is, this is a difficult one because Sam Walker is out and out. I'm going to say even even at the start of the year, he was probably the best rookie in the NRL before what he's done in the last few weeks. Um, the last few weeks has just absolutely blown us away of how good he is. But I'm going to say at the start of the year, he was probably still the number one rookie in the um, yet to come into the NRL. Now, the, whether the Broncos wanted him or not is another thing, but I think they still would have taken him just because of how talented he is. Um, what are your boys? What are you boys' thoughts on that? Sam Walker to the Broncos. So, do you like it? Not like it? I mean, hindsight's a beautiful thing. I like it now. Yeah. Um, I think the, the Broncos had the opportunity to make that without a draft, and they didn't. So yeah. I don't think they would have gone. Yeah. Um, I mean, looking at the list, it's hard to say who they would have looked at because if you ask any any of the Broncos fans coming into this year. And they had stars all over the park. It's a, it's a nice mug there, Ricky. The Harrison coffee mug. It's choking on it there. Got him, got him going. Um, I, I think they may be looking towards an outside back, maybe a centre. Yeah. Um, I think Hayes Dunster might have found himself up there somewhere. That's a good. That's um, a good point. Um, yeah, it's because they had they got stagged out for an extended period, so they needed they needed someone that could sit in that center position. Um, and it would have been a good opportunity to get a young fella in there for a little bit. So things they could have the done season. is they could have traded their number one pick to, um, let's think who's a really gun center in the NRL. Well, geez, someone like Joey Manu would fit in at the Broncos. Give their number one pick to the Roosters, mm. <laughs> who mm. who would want Sam Walker. That's an interesting trade deal. Give the number one pick to the Roosters who take Sam Walker and um, the Broncos get Joey Manu, which is, yeah, probably at the start of the season, Joey Manu was worth more than that number one pick. But now, geez, you'd take that every day, wouldn't you? Yeah, but knowing, yeah. knowing, knowing Broncos uh, recruitment, you probably, <laughs> you know, they probably would have picked up, they probably would have traded, traded, you know, uh, Boris Cartwright and for that for that <laughs> yeah. number one pick. <laughs> I mean, that's how that's how bad the recruitment is yeah, at the moment. Yeah. I mean, anyway, move, moving along. Um, number two is the Bulldogs. They come fifteenth last year. I've got Joseph Suwali, another pick that um, they probably don't need fullbacks, but I think the hype around Suwali would have been really good for the Bulldogs. And as we were saying before, the Bulldogs yep. are building. And Suwali would bring other players to the Bulldogs. Um, and this was before Corey yeah. Allen. So let's imagine Corey Allen's not there, even though he's not playing fullback anymore. But 
Suwali go into fullback, you'd think, um, sort of midway through this year or maybe start of next year. Um, and he would attract halves and stuff like that. So, yeah, 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 that's a, I think that's a no, good pick. I, I like that. I think Suwali to the Bulldogs is, is fair. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. we've seen how hard they've gone for fullbacks. Yeah. Um, I mean, having comes... three of them on the books, yeah. they've signed yeah. Yeah. Uh, Corey Allen this year and Adokar next year. So, yeah. I mean, he covers centre fullback wing. So, I mean, probably excels in all three positions. Yeah. yeah. Better than any, what they've got at the moment. <laughs> he can throw a mean pass too. So, he could probably sit in that 5 8 position as a modern running 5 8 too, if you need yeah. to. I think. Suwali's so got a big future, um, as mm. everyone as everyone knows. It's way to state the obvious, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number three is the Cowboys, and yeah, this this is a tough one because we're assuming that um, ah, what's their halfback? We were just talking about him a second ago. Um, Clifford. We're assuming that Clifford had already signed. Yeah, we're assuming that he'd already signed for Newcastle and that the Cowboys are in looking for a halfback. Um, maybe the second best halfback on the board is Jaden Sullivan, who's now at the Dragons. Um, I think he would fit into the Cowboys system. I can't really think of what the Cowboys need, which was a tough one apart from a good think, young half. Yep. I think they may have looked at Schuster. Um, yep. Michael Morgan wasn't expected to retire this early in the season. They probably but I think they would have backup. been looking towards. Yep. Yeah, I think mm. they would have been looking towards the end of Michael Morgan um, if they were to be drafting, and I think Schuster yep. would have been that player. Um, other mentions would have been Jock Madden in the halves as well. It's yep. a good one. Yep. Um, and then, well, to move on, Manly, Manly's the next pick. And yeah, you could probably change him up, change these up. I've got Manly taking Josh Schuster, and that is to cover Kieran Foran, um, which is exactly the same as Michael Morgan, yeah. really, isn't it? I think they could have looked towards Simpkin or Starling as well for, for hookers because they're a bit light on in the the five eight, not the five eight. They're a bit light on in that nine position. They seem yeah. to be waiting for Fanu to uh, to hopefully get off his charge. And so, they got Cade Cust. Yeah. I like Cade Cust. I, I yeah. like him. Um, he's been good. Yeah. He's been good. And like on Croker, he's probably been all right too. He hasn't really been too... He's not He's not, he's not. not. He's not worse. No. He's not he, terrible. He's actually only Katai. Yeah. <laughs> they're, doing, yeah. They're doing the job, but they're not, they're not, you know, breakout hookers. You're not going to win yeah. championships with those guys at hooker. That's right. Yep. Um, next, I've got the Dragons and... I've got Jake Simpkin going to the Dragons, and this is before the Andrew McCulloch trade. So, again, assuming that the Sharks have signed McInnes, um, Dragons needed to draft that was a That was a late preseason thing, wasn't it? Yeah. McInnes signing? It was. It was like yeah, a couple of weeks before the start yeah. of the season. So, so. Yeah, it's, it, it's a tricky one. Um, for the Dragons, they've been... Like they were trying to move Matt Dufty on all, all year last year. Good point. Yeah, I've never um, thought I could, of that. I could have seen I could have seen the Dragons looking towards like a Reese Walsh. Um yep. or a Dane Laurie even. You know, the, the, the halfbacks, uh the fullbacks, I mean. Which are my next or two. Even Matt yeah. 
Um, but they've also got the Cody Ramsey, who's a fullback. So, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's true, too, yeah. Zach Lomax, another fullback. But, Dragons yeah. need a, maybe a 5-8. Yeah, yeah, to cover Norman. Norman, um, yeah. They've got that young. Um, three option Kips. Uh, what's his name? That Clune. He actually goes all right. Oh, he didn't do anything wrong. Clune um, looked good. I think I think Clune will be able to pick up a starting spot next year. Yep. If he can yep. if he can find the right team. You reckon? Uh, the next two are both fullbacks, so I'll just run through both of them: the Tigers and the Warriors. I've actually got them Tigers going picking Dane Laurie and the Warriors picking Reese Walsh. Um, now this is yeah again the Tigers just need anything they can get so. They probably they probably need a hooker if anything, and Jake Simkin would have been perfect for them. But the Dragons also need a hooker, mm. so um, that was tough. But the Tigers just need help. <laughs> they need draft picks. Inter- yeah, interesting that the uh, Warriors, uh, the the coach, is actually thinking of playing Reese Walsh as five eight. Next yeah, year. That's not a- fullback. <laughs> How's Cody Nicarima going? <laughs> oh well, no, Katie, Katie will will go to nine. Yeah, no or, 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 yeah. well, no Wade oh. Egan, the goat Wade Egan. <laughs> well, interesting. Actually, the funny thing is, uh, Chanel Harris David is actually probably more suited to nine than Cody because he can actually tackle and he's uh, yeah. he, he's quite yeah. solid. So. Yeah, but, um, yeah. So yeah, again, very, I've got, very... again, assu- assuming that RTS has sort of notified the Warriors that he's mm. thinking about leaving, um, so I can see them taking Reese Walsh, an absolute gun young yep. fullback, um, at the mm. seventh pick, at the eighth pick, the Titans. Now this was a, I had a long discussion with <laughs> with Footy about this one trying to work out what the hell the Titans need. And when you go through their team, they don't need too much. Um, and probably the best the best young prop that I could find, apart from Ben Trebojevic, who is a bit... We don't know too much about Ben Trebojevic. Um, the next sort of one was Zach Sadler, who played in the Indigenous, uh, Indigenous um, Maori's game. And they could do with a hooker. The Titans, yeah. Well, there was... Yeah. They've got that Oliver Clark and they're just signed. Oh, Aaron Clark. Aaron, Aaron Clark. Clark. Aaron Clark. Oh, whatever his name is. Yeah. Aaron Clark. Yeah. Um, and they've just signed um, another hooker. So, and they've also got Tanner Boyd who can play hooker. Um, so yeah, that, that was a position I thought about. Anyway, yeah, I struggled. I thought they needed front rollers. Um, it was Jared Wallace is hot and cold and, um, Oh, he's pretty st- Mo's a pretty dumb footballer at the moment. He's considered no his left, right, and center. Yeah. So yeah, I was a bit stuck on the Titans. Uh the next one, the Sharks. And I've got Luke Metcalf. Even though he plays You need you need all positions. Sharks need <laughs> all positions. We need a coach. Can Sharks we draft don't a coach? Need a fullback. <laughs> we don't need a fullback. <laughs> um I've got Luke Metcalf as a halfback. Drafted him as a halfback to cover Sean Johnson and or Chad Townsend. Um, and and you know, look, hey, Ray. yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and all Moses, 
Luke Metcalf is probably the the next best rookie on the still on the board, if that makes sense. And I don't think we could pass yeah. up on pass up on him. Um, the next one is the Knights, and this is purely for all to hit our uh, heartstrings. I've got them drafting Cooper Johns. Um, they're desperate for a halfback. <laughs> they are desperate for a halfback this year. They cannot get a half to save themselves. So. Just for old time's sakes, another John's playing in the halves for the Knights would be something we would all Could you imagine? admire. Could you imagine? <laughs> um, another one the Knights, they actually have and they've actually debuted in this year is that Dominic Young. Yep. Um, the big yep. centre with the dreadlocks. Uh, Jamal yeah, he's, he's a pommy. He's from yeah. England. Yep. The one that had the awful first game. Yeah. He had a shocking first game, but he's got he's, he's a talented young player. He's, he's tall. He's very tall, isn't he? He's yeah. six foot eight, six foot seven, six foot eight. Yeah, all right. Wow. Yeah. Um. All right. The next moving on to the Rabbitohs. I've got them drafting Dean Hawkins, who's who's one of their own players. Um. That's to cover a Ray. Um. I think that is their succession plan down the track, regardless of of what we think. Um. If they get rid of A-Ray, I can see them taken. <laughs> was that a dog barking in the background? Is that your uh, dog? I was going to say, they're not, even, they're not even going to look at... Oh, I don't have a dog. Um, they're not <laughs> even going to look at other halves. If A-Ray goes, they'll just, they'll just play Hawkins and Benji mm. in, a, in a cycling pattern. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. see that happening. They must rate, they must rate him really high. Benji, Benji for one more year. Benji for one more year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All they right, would have next... to have. They would have to be the oldest, oldest half pairings. Uh, they would. Oh. Cody Walker, Cody Walker and Vinci. Chad and SJ would be up there. Oh, Chad's no, no, no. no Chad's not. Chad, Chad's not. Twenty nine. Benji's thirty-six, thirty-five, and Walker's thirty-two. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> I was forgetting how old Benji was. Yeah, yeah, Benji's. Yep. Getting there. Uh, the next spot, I've got the Eels taking Charlie Staines. Now, this was an this was an interesting one because at the start of the year, Charlie Staines was probably the top three rookies. Um, so it was sort yeah. of hard for me to work out now that now that he's had a shit first eight rounds. It was hard for me to imagine six months ago when he was when there was so much hype around him. Um, I think you picked him as rookie of the year. I did, yeah. I I thought he was going to score 25 tries. That's why. And he scored fucking two. So you better hurry up. Um, I think think Charlie Staines is someone, not that the Broncos needed a winger, but that's the luck that the Broncos would have at the moment. They would have drafted him and then just had fucking shit from him. Yeah, played him in the centres or something. It'd be almost the dud of the year. Like almost the oh, year, surely. Oh, I don't know. There's a few. I mean, <laughs> from 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 the high expectations to the, yeah. to the reality, he, he hasn't played bad. They just haven't given him any ball. Like it's not like he keeps dropping it or anything. Well, Crichton Crichton had him free last weekend, and he didn't pass. And then he passed yeah. it when fucking Staines yeah. had minimal millimeters of like yeah. fucking serious. Yeah. Um, so I've got him going to the Eels at pick 12, which seems seems like good value at pick 12 um, six months ago. But Eels need someone to replace Fergo 
that's sort of why I had him there. Um, and to cover... Staines is used to work, working outside mm. someone that doesn't pass. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> well, Eels, Eels just signed um, um, Hayes Perham mm. as well. So yeah, that's, that's, uh, right. that's pretty yep. much a, a, a rookie, pretty much. Five yep. games, six yep. games. Yeah. All right, we'll keep running through these. The Roosters next signing, Jock Madden, the next best halfback on the yeah. board or probably the last halfback on the board. But I can see the Roosters trading up to getting someone like Sam Walker. Um, I think they needed a halfback this year regardless. Um, whether, yeah, I think Jock Madden would have actually been good value there at 13 for the Roosters. Um, yeah. Next is the Raiders. I've got Hayes Dunster. Um, Ra- Raiders... Yep. Yeah, to cover Croker, pick fourteen, like that seems really late for the Raiders, and I think they would have they would have preferred to trade up and get someone really good, I think. But um, yeah, Raiders need a bit of help this year. Um, Fifteen, the Panthers. I've got. I mean, they don't need anyone. The Panthers. Um, this is if they don't have Charlie Staines, and that means they keep. Um, what's his name? Source. Man, Source. So they don't need wingers. So I've got them drafting Stefano Atua Kamanu um, just to fill a hole there in the forwards and he's an absolute weapon. So I can see them taking him. He's a Western Sydney boy. I can see that happening. And number 16 pick, end of the first round, I've got the Melbourne Storm taking your boy, Paul Turner. Just because I think he's the 16th best rookie. <laughs> in the league, he's probably higher than that. Actually, oh, I don't know. He's probably a good fit for Storm as well. Yeah, Storm love um, Warrior New Zealand players. So yeah. yeah, I think he'd fit in well there. He's sort he's, of he's like out a, for yeah, he's out for a few weeks at the moment with shoulder injury. But yeah, yeah. He's, he's sort of like a Jerome Hughes. I sort of pictured that fit. Sort of not really a. He's sort of a fullback half. And um, I thought he'd fit in well there. So, so that's oh, where monster, I was. Monster, monster heating off up to the second Queensland team. <laughs> Paul Turner and Jerome Hughes in the halves, you reckon? <laughs> uh, anyway, that is um, that is how I've drafted if I was to draft the, this year's rookies into the NRL. So um, message us if you want to discuss that more because that was, that was actually interesting. I, I enjoyed that. Enjoyed doing that. Um, if, you, if you think we've fucked it up, get in our ears and let us know. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, love, love to hear the feedback. Absolutely. Rip into us. Um, now, we're, me and Rowdy are going to touch on the NFL draft a bit. With the first pick in the 2021 NFL draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Trevor Lawrence. Quarterback Clemson. We'll go through them anyway if this fucking website ever loads. Hey, we're away. Number one, Trevor Lawrence. Surprised? No. No. Gone to the Jaguars. Not. So we might go like the Jaguars. Well, Mitch has just left the room. <laughs> the Jaguars. Nicknames, nickname Sunshine. <laughs> yeah, nickname Sunshine. Um. Yeah, this this is funny. This is what we're talking about NRL. Lawrence was Lawrence was so excited to go to the Jaguars. Like 
who would be excited to go to the Jaguars? Uh, maybe, um, he, maybe he had an inside word about his teammate going there as well. Definitely, definitely say so. Yeah. Um, something's just happened on my computer. No, we're all good. Um, they also drafted Travis Etienne, who's the second running back off the board. I'm loving that. I'm all on the Jaguars this year. I was just looking at the Jaguars team. So check out this for a team. So at running back, they've got James Robinson, Carlos Hyde, and um, now Travis Etienne. At quarterback, they've got Trevor Lawrence and Gardner Minshew. Their wide receivers. The moustache. The moo and the mullet. How glorious is that? That's a fantastic. It's just fantastic hair. Their wide receivers. Now, LaVisca Chenault, DJ Chark, and old man Marvin Jones. That is a stacked mm-hmm. wide receiving core with Travis Etienne and James Robinson at running back. If Chark, if Chark, Chark needed all needed all the help he could get last year because uh, yeah, yeah like he, he he didn't get any ball. No, nah. if yeah, their tight ends are probably lacking a little bit. Did they draft a tight end? They got that James O'Shaughnessy, who goes all right, but. Tyler Efert, he goes all right. Did they draft a tight end? I don't think they did. Um, Have a look. Luke Farrell, pick five. Uh, round five. Luke mm. Farrell. No, I don't know. Anyway. Um, at pick two, Zach Wilson went to the Jets. Now, I actually had the Jets as as the best drafters of the lot. Um, so they took Zach Wilson at pick two. Elijah Vera Tucker, who I was talking about there earlier, they traded up and got him at pick 14. I really like that pick. He's a guard, so we won't look at him too much. Elijah Moore, I mean, we know how much footy was on Elijah Moore. They got him at pick two in round two. Michael Carter, who I don't know much about. Um, he's a running back from North Carolina. They got him at pick two in round four. And that's about it. Um, I mean, do you know much about Zach Wilson? Do you want to talk about him much? Or... We all sort of expected him to go to the Jets. All I know is he's got yeah. a smoking hot mum. He's and... uh, the prototypical uh, uh, American quarterback. <laughs> Isn't movie. he ever? Yeah. He's a prep guy. He, he, he looks a little bit too much like Sam Darnold, which is a little bit concerning because we they just fucked over Sam Darnold and then they pretty much just drafted yeah. someone who is the next Sam Darnold. So I hope he goes yeah. better than that. I mean, that, that, is, that is the Jets for you. Yep, that's the Jets. Um, now, your, your team, the 49ers, they take Trey Lance at pick three. Yep, came in late. Like everyone yep. thought that uh, um, Mac Jones or possibly yes. Zach Wilson yep. may have gone there. But um, glad they took Trey Lance. Uh, In the end, I, I think that's a good pick. Yeah. Yep. He'll probably, probably sit for the year, so probably not relevant for draft fantasy next year, I don't no think. No. Nah, no, nah, I think I think they'll... they'll um, Unless uh, Jimmy G gets injured again, yeah, I think he'll just he'll just spend the year 
getting the good Shanahan gloss to yeah. them. Yeah. Now another another really good pick at the 49ers is um Trey Sermon, a running back from Ohio, Ohio State. Um, love that pick. They got him so late. He's a weapon. Mm. Pick twenty five in round three. That's a uh, they um they're pretty stacked for running backs. They're, yeah, they're they are. Go as well. Yeah, um, but I love that pick. I think it was. I think it was sort of like we can't believe he's still on the board. We've got to take him. I think it was one of those sort of mm. picks. Um, at pick four, Kyle Pitts goes to um, the Atlanta Falcons. I, I probably didn't see this coming, but um, yeah, that was a that was a steal for Kyle Pitts at the Falcons. I, I don't mind it, you know. I don't think it sort of ruins his fantasy value or anything. I don't think it helps it, but I don't think it ruins it. Um, he will go in the top three in most standard standard drafts, one QB drafts leagues. Um, the next one I was surprised a bit. Um, Jamar Chase going to the Bengals. I, I love it. I absolutely love it going to the Bengals, but I didn't see it coming. I thought they were going to take it, um, someone to try and protect Joe Burrow. So I think that yeah, the commentators were actually really shocked when when this happened live. Yeah, uh, uh, everyone they, had they completely. Penny, yeah. yeah, everyone had Penny Sewell going there, um, and he actually went two picks later. So they drafted Jamar Chase at pick five. Um, Chris Evans a running back in round six. That was all notable, but again, let's have a look at. The Bengals team, they are stacked full of young talent. <coughs> um, we'll run out of time a bit here. While I look up that, we'll go, through, we'll, we'll go through a few others. Um, quarterback, Burrow, Allen, running back, Mixon, Perrine. Yeah, well, the big one, uh, Joe Mixon, the running back, T Higgins, yeah. Tyler Boyd. Nothing. Nothing um, really in tight end. They don't have a wide receiver three. That's weird. <laughs> I suppose they do now. Um, yeah. So pick six, Jalen Waddle went to the Dolphins. Love that pick. Um, Devonta Smith went to the Eagles. A little bit disappointing for Devonta Smith's fantasy value, but mm. let's hope the Eagles can do something this year. Um, the Bears traded up to get Justin Fields. I hate that pick. I just, I don't know. I mean, Justin Fields a throbber, but at the Bears, the Bears just destroy people. Sucks ass. The Bears Justin. are just, uh, they just run, don't they? They just run and that's it. They don't, yeah. they don't throw. They picked they, up Andy Dalton. I, yeah. They're likely to win 9 3. Yeah. Or lose lose forty something to four <laughs> uh, to three or something, you know? It's yeah. It's they they never scored many points, Chicago. So no. it's, it's and they destroy quarterbacks. Um oh, yeah. Oh. Anyway, um Mac Jones, the Patriots, love that pick. I was very emotional watching the Patriots draft Mac Jones. Um I called it here on the podcast. Pretty much a Brady, yeah, Brady clone, yeah. Brady clone, and he was just—he was sitting there, twiddling his thumbs for like two hours, waiting to get picked. 
He would have been oh. so nervous. <laughs> Apparently, him and Trey Lance are, are good mates, and and they had an inkling that it was going to happen that he was going to go to the Patriots. So, yep, yep. So Mac Jones, uh, Devonta Smith, and uh, Jalen Waddle. They all played together. Isn't that a sick team? <laughs> that is an awesome team. Uh, anyway, moving right along. Who else we got? Oh, the first uh, running back off the ball was Najee Harris. He went to the Steelers. Everyone saw that coming. And then the next, very next pick. So that was at pick 24. And then at pick 25, Travis Etienne went off the board. And he went to um, the Jaguars, who I probably thought that was going to happen, but I didn't expect it. Um, I wouldn't have put money on it anyway. Um, but yeah, that's a big call for the Jaguars. You know, Trevor Lawrence obviously got in their ear and said, You got to draft this kid, he's one of my mates. I've played with him for years and years, and that's yeah, good on the Jaguars for doing that. Um, a few others, Rashad, Rashad Bateman went to Baltimore. Um, he's a wide receiver. Devontae, Devontae Williams to uh, Broncos. Yep. Running back. Yep. Um, Where did – I've only got the first round here. Where did that um, Moore – what's his name? Um, yeah, I'm looking for uh, – Rondale Moore. Yep. Where'd he end up? Wide receiver. Uh, uh, Cardinals. Hmm? Don't mind oh, yeah. It. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Kyla Murray. Pick 49. I like that, actually. I mean, they're, they're pretty good for uh, wideouts in um, Arizona. Yeah. They don't yeah. seem to have a problem with that area. Um, yeah, just well, that quickly going through. Yeah. That might do us anyway because we're running out of time. So, yeah. That's our NFL chat for the week. Footy can listen to that. So, Thanks, boys. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Thanks. Thanks, Mitch, for putting a long one. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I'll, the, the one thing I will say um, that I know about the NFL is that the, the Jaguars suck. Yeah. Um, so, they won't this year. But it sounds, it sounds like you're pretty impressed with what they've got going on. So yeah. They might I love it. Yep. There you go. There, there it is. Jaguars are the movers of the NFL this year. What, what about their one team that's drafted the two players the same? Exact same yeah, name. the Jets. Michael Porter. Five oh three to go. Someone has run on the field. Some guy with a bra. And now he's not being chased. He's running down the middle of the 40. Arms in the air and a victory salute. He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. Pull up those pants. He's being chased to the 30. He breaks a tackle from a security guard. The 20, down the middle, the 10, the 5. He slides at the 1, and they converge on him at the goal line. Pull up your pants. Take off the bra and be a man. And the players with hands on hips at the other end of the field are looking at him and shaking their head and saying, why, oh, why is this taking place in a Super Bowl?